on this week's podcast, we're talking about agency life and the myths and assumptions the world has about agencies. We're discussing forced office culture and why it's okay to say no to a work social. And of course, we can't forget the standard office slides, beanbags and ping pong tables. So we're talking about agency myths. Are there any that come to mind? I've got one that we could talk about, but yeah. So the work and play balance. So all work, no play, or the opposite. I Before I came into the industry, I thought agencies looked very fun first, rather than the work and the case studies and that's probably where I thought, being truthful and honest, where I thought I wanted to go and the reasons for why I wanted to go into marketing. You having set up Flaunt, what do you think about that? Has it changed over the five, six, seven years that you've done, you've been? I think it was more, so going back a decade, I think it was more work very hard, play very hard. A decade. But when I say play very hard, I mean play how we want you to play. Yeah. This is how we play. You you need to fit in. You need to work to the point of exhaustion and then you need to play to the point of exhaustion. <laughs> yeah. Monday to Friday. Yeah. You'll have your weekend to read a book. Yeah, relax <laughs> and sit down. Yeah. I think that's the that's the difference. Ten years ago and that was driven by leadership as well. I think older school leadership. Yeah. Work very hard, play very hard. Forced culture at its at the at the pinnacle of agency world. Dragging people out that didn't really want to go out. Yeah. We've all been there, haven't we? That's the thing. We, like, if you take yourself back a decade and just almost really put yourself in that Friday, five o'clock, four o'clock, in the pub that you all went to, if you really picture the people, that, the big group, the, picture, the, the people that you're with, there's some people that just jump out straight away that you think sticking out like a sore thumb, uncomfortable, unhappy, but feeling like... Pressure. Yeah. Especially, like, I, you almost feel sorry for them now. I'm how I'm feeling right now, thinking about the kind. And I was one of these, the young, the, you know, the younger ones that want to get into marketing. I studied marketing and business, but marketing really. And agencies looked attractive. It was marketing which I did well at at uni. So the two go hand in hand. You think, yeah, work for an agency, different clients, all that sort of stuff, different industries, but you get swept along in the, like you say, it's almost like, welcome to the agency. These are the rules in work and these are effectively the rules out, out, yeah, outside of work. And yeah, I can picture a few people, usually young. But those, those people come into it and think that to be included, they need to partake. Yeah. And I think, like I say, going back a decade, the blindness from agencies 
to that feeling that people were having yeah. caused bad culture, bad reputation. Whereas now, well, whereas I'm using flaunt as an example, that's just not the case. People's choices are respected. But also I think if you look at the last two years, that's accelerated companies having to acknowledge that they need to genuinely give a shit about yeah. how people are feeling. Yeah. And if you look at that from a business perspective, if you don't feel good or if you're not in a good place outside of work, how are you expected to do good work? It's not a hard equation. No, it's not. I remember, obviously, two years is a good, a good way to look at it because we all know what's happened and the changes that have been forced upon us effectively because of the last two years. But you and I first met, just say, three years ago, two and a half, whatever... And I'm pretty sure when we first met, I said, I've done the agency culturally, you know, the, the social. I'm pretty sure I said that to you. I said, I'm getting to an age now and I've done, I've experienced it. I'm not interested in that from a cultural perspective. I'm not asking for much, but what I'm, what I am kind of asking for is not to just be dropped back into that agency environment from a social perspective and a cultural perspective, i.e. every week in the pub it being expected of you and that nervousness about going, oh, I don't really want to go. I've had it. I've had enough of it. I'm, I'm not signing up for that. And I th- I'm pretty sure we spoke about it. And that was pre all this last two years of shit. No, it was way pre yeah. pre COVID. But... So it was happening then is what I mean. But you're right. Obviously it's accelerated. COVID's accelerated bloody loads of stuff, but for, for certain people, like me, who've already experienced the other side of it, and obviously you guys had before you set up Flaunt. It's been, this, these things and these feelings have been bubbling away for a long time, I think, of just stop making people feel uncomfortable and feeling obliged to be part of, you know, someone who goes to the pub and is up for a few pints is no better of a person than someone who, you know, you work alongside who really isn't uncomfortable, really isn't comfortable with it. The people that uh, will go for a pint on a Friday now would have done it yeah. five years ago. Yeah. The difference is not forcing people and respecting people's decisions that don't want to do that or don't want to do anything. It doesn't have to necessarily, using the pub as an example, it doesn't, doesn't have to be the pub. True, any yeah. any event, any, any forced situation, it just shouldn't occur. I think the... On the flip side of that, where we are now, from a from a recruitment perspective, is the expectation of people coming into businesses is the complete opposite. Almost certain candidates, almost at the extreme end of the spectrum, in I was terms ask of you about that. what their expectations are from a from a company and from an agency, it's gone to the very far end in some cases in in what they're expecting and it's put agencies in a tough position because we're in a creative industry where inherently what we do and the public perception of an agency is a cool business it's a it's a, a funky place to to work so when agencies use the word culture and spray benefits about and try and make themselves attractive it's superficial 
So for agencies that are doing it well, it becomes harder to be genuine and to stand out. Yeah. And that is becoming a problem. The talent pool, there's a digital skills gap. Everybody knows that recruitment is hard. On top of that, then having to be in a space where everybody's saying the same thing. How are candidates supposed to see through the shit and actually find a genuine opportunity with an agency that's doing it well? Do you think they come, they're coming from a place of more information? So they're coming 100%. more armed than I would have done, for example, you would have done um, when we joined 100%. Path, yeah. I think it's confidence. I think it's knowing the value of what you're capable of delivering in terms of specialisms. Everybody in, in an agency environment has a specialism. And then from a personal level, being informed enough and confident enough to put any concerns out on the table is something that I think maybe seven, eight, nine, ten years ago wasn't in play because it was harder to get a job because it was there was less opportunity and the education around the value that you bring to a business was lacking. And I agree with people knowing their worth and I agree with people understanding the value that they bring and I, I understand that people have a specialism. It just doesn't make it easy for an agency to come across as genuine. Yeah. We were doing the right thing, in my opinion, right from day one, which is seven, seven years ago. Seven years ago, wow. Um, and arguably, situations occurred where we were bringing people into the business and it sounded like we were talking complete bullshit. But we weren't. And now we're in a position where we're saying the same thing, but there are 10 other agencies saying the same thing, but we're actually delivering. It's like anything, isn't it? It's easy to say it. <laughs> well, yeah, it's easy to say it. But yeah, I think that there's been a massive step change. Forced culture 10 years ago was accepted. I think forced culture now, people are calling it out. Have you seen a change in the seven years? I know it's, you mentioned at the start a decade, obviously, beyond the beyond the lifetime of flaunt as we see it, but flaunt as the, the seven years that we've been in existence. Have you seen a difference from, let's say, day one recruitment and hiring and culture and those conversations and the questions that candidates ask versus now? Would yeah, you say 100%. there is a hundred percent? And I think when when we're looking at bringing people into the business that we're communicating these ways of operating and the, the genuine care that we take over everybody that's part of the agency. The candidates that that resonates with and that can hold on to that as a truth are the people that come in and the people that do well. I think where my, skeptic, my skepticism starts to come in is when I'm speaking to candidates that push the boundaries on what's realistic. That's the difference. The information that people have got and the confidence that candidates have is due to 
an expectation which has been accelerated by COVID. Are you talking about flexibility? There's just lo lots of facets to it. Yeah, the working from home thing, I bet, is a, well, it's a whole new thing for many, many businesses. I know, obviously, some businesses were fully remote and all that sort of stuff, but the core of industry has had that forced upon them and a decision to make on an ongoing basis. And I'm sure you guys obviously thought about it, that if you don't offer it, because everyone else is offering it, you're kind of not with the pack from an expectation, a minimal, you know, baseline expectation perspective on behalf of candidates coming into flaunt. Yeah, I think it go, the working from home thing's an interesting one. I think it go, it comes down to trust. We've never not had trust in the people here to yeah. deliver the work. And I think pre-COVID, the flexibility that we offered was always relaxed. It was never a pro productivity play, having people be in the office. No. It was just... It's been a culture shift, hasn't it? And I think it would be naive of us to think that going through COVID and coming out the back of it and operating normally or pre-COVID would be acceptable. Yeah. With um, the environment, the physical environment of an office, an agency office, <clears throat> the stereotype is what we all know, beanbags, bags, slides and ping pong tape. Slides, yeah. Um, beer fridge, which... I'm drinking a beer. Yeah, I'm, I'm drinking a flaunt beer right now. Um, do I, again, obviously can only speak from experience. I remember first walking into my first experience of agency and thinking, wow, shit. And now I'd laugh at myself. Do you think that was also a noticeable shift in what people it's not necessarily an expectation from a candidate perspective but whether it makes an impression whether it whether it matters to them do, you know like I say I reckon I probably even walked into that office and went oh what you know I actually said to someone wow there's a ping pong table over there or whatever I mean I weirdly I can't imagine candidates nowhere near at the same rate and volume as I would have done it when I joined kind of making comments and remarks about physical ping pong tables and beanbags do they why is, is that has that shifted as well i mean i've got quite a unique opinion on office space in general because i've always viewed office space as being for the people that work within it not the clients whereas i think going back to agency myths and legacy agency myths, officers were there to impress clients. Yeah. Yeah. That was it, full stop. The team were an afterthought. The ping pong tables were there to give the perception. The beanbags were there to give the perception. And then you'd get watched if you if, if you, actually, if you dared yeah. play table tennis. What but, the fuck do you think you're doing? Yeah, exactly that. Put that back down, get back to work. And that's the that's the yeah that's the thing for me. I'm trying to create a space and an environment where people want to be has always been the part of part of the agenda for designing an office. I also feel like it's 
including people in, you know, I have a feeling here that suggestions from people, like, come and throw your, you know, put your hand up and say, what about this, what about that? Whereas other places you'd think, I wish this, I wish that, but you'd keep it to yourself. Because what's the point? Because the powers that be are in charge and will tell you. It's the, again, it's the same thing, isn't it? Same story, same narrative, forcing it upon the people that you work with. Which is a shame, and I'm absolutely not in any mindset that everyone's doing this. We know that this isn't broad across the agency world, and we're not the only ones like this, but I don't know. It's I think we're in a place now where agency myths going back, let's say, five, five plus years versus now are largely addressed. I think there are only a handful of agencies that are not doing the right thing. Quite like to do that, like undercover boss. <laughs> I mean, that's just my perception. I, I could be completely off base there, but really, it'd be quite yeah, it'd be quite good to do that. I'd be surprised if we were to get the opportunity to go round and do some undercover work, if you like, and discover that it was being done so poorly as a widespread thing now. Yeah, you can't imagine it as such. I mean, you still hear horror stories in different realms of agency life, but I don't really, yeah. You'd like to think it's, the narrative has been talked about enough, hasn't it? And like you said, candidates will kind of tell you and you'll get that feeling and clients won't be walking in and going, oh wow, we'll sign this agency up because there's a ping pong table over there. Well, it, it comes, it, yeah, it comes down to retention as well. Voluntary attrition is a metric that I pay a lot of attention to in terms of validating culture and validating environment. And I think that is a that is a big thing. If you've got a high turnover of staff leaving of their own attrition, then uh, doing something wrong. I have to look at that. Your environment's wrong. You're doing something wrong. You're telling them something wrong. Your benefits are wrong. Your working environment's wrong. Nailed it. Good. Follow Resting Pitch Face for more agency and marketing truths.